We're so excited to share this teaching message with you from Sikamo Church, Ibadan, Nigeria. We believe God knows you and loves you, and through His Word, He expresses His plans and purposes for your life. We hope that you open up your heart and really sense God speak to you through this message from our pastor, Tolulokwe Mudi. Let's get right into the service and be blessed by this message. I have a thought to share with you this morning that I trust is really going to be a blessing and um, um, to you and would really encourage your heart this morning. And um, I want to share with you this morning on what I call, what's a song if you won't dance? What's a song if you won't dance? What's a song if you won't dance? Right. And um, I was thinking about it this morning. Have, have you ever been in one of those situations in life where you looked forward to something so much and then when it finally came you just fumbled you just messed up you know um it it was a big moment you were really looking forward to you know like this is coming but when it finally came you just really messed up the moment i remember um as a secondary school um, student and then my valedictory service was going to be this big deal i was looking forward to it and there was so much planning going to it you know how we would go for the show how we'd go for the, the the vs we called it vs how we would show up you know what we would wear and all those plans around it and it was just really 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 disappointing that at the end of the day i was so engrossed in all the plans and in all the details that guess what i got there just almost before the end of the whole ceremony like i was so about what i was going to wear and who was going to take me that i missed all the options and then i finally got there humbled like at the end i had missed everything my name had been called just fumbled like big moment coming and then you just and that reminds me of many people's wedding stories you know that oh i'm going to get married and there's so much to plan and there's this and there's that there's the friends coming there's that person there's the food there's the that there's the hall there's the ceremony and then on the day of the wedding you know you see the couple coming late because they're so worried like big moment and then it comes and you know you just um fumbled it up or, or maybe you 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 were going to propose to a girl and you know you were so excited about this big moment you were setting it up you you worked yourself so you know so hard you saved all you could you know you you did everything you could think of doing saved yourself up and all and then finally the moment came and you know as you were ready and you went down on a knee you had set up the candle lights everything was so good and then you just realized that you forgot the ring you know, in your big moment. Have you ever had a big moment, you know, when, you know, you fumbled um, when it came? Um, it, it happens when I watch sports, you know, that there are these, um, you know, I, I like it a, a lot in, in, in soccer, um, where, you know, you have a striker who is always complaining that nobody passes, my teammates don't give me chances and, and all of that. And then he's always rambling and he's most expensive striker, blah, blah, blah. And then who has missed soccer like I have, you know? And then finally he gets the chance, the big chance in the game, like win this game for your team and, and then, you know, he just fumbles. Like, this is an amazing miss. You had an open net. Just tap. My grandmother will score this. And then, you know, he just fumbles. And, you know, sometimes I see a striker miss a chance. And then I'm like, please show me the replay. I'm watching it on the replay. He can't miss it twice. He's going to sort the replay. And then, you know, big moment. Um, but he fumbles it. I was thinking about it this morning. Have you, have you, like, maybe you finished eating. Let's say you are eating rice. And you finished eating. Um, have you thought about those two grains that were left on the plate? If you're that kind of person, I know some people eat it clean, you know, they don't even need to wash that plate, basically. You know, you eat, you eat it clean, but, but you're the kind of person that just leaves like two grains or three grains or, or, or maybe while you are serving from the pot into your plate, you know, one grain of rice dropped here and there. And, 
I was thinking about it this morning. Do you know the journey of a grain of rice? Do you know how it was planted? Do you know all that a farmer went through? How it was harvested? How it was processed? It was imported probably. You know, came into the country, traveled from Thailand. Came to Nigeria, got cooked. You know, you went through all the... And then in the moment of destiny, you were just left out. You know, you just fell off while... I mean, you fell off rather than just jumping in to fulfill your purpose. You know, what's it like to be in your big moment? And, you know, to, to mess up, to fumble. Maybe, maybe for you this morning, a big moment was... Um, we're looking forward to being married and having kids. You know, stuff like that. You were, you were saying how, how lonely you were, you know. You're singing songs about being lonely and, you know, having nobody and, you know, stuff like that. You just are then, you know, looking for companionship. And then now you have your moment. You have companionship. You are locked down with companionship. And then here you are fumbling the moment all over again, you know. Um, or maybe it's a job. I'm just talking about big moments that came that you looked forward to and you fumbled. Maybe for you it's a job. You know, when you were looking for the job, you were anointing applications with oil, going around, you know, some, and, and you went in for an interview, and they said, why did you submit an, an application that is stained with oil? But they didn't know it was anointing oil. You know, you, 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 you prayed that thing, and you got the job. You were talking about how, you know, you, you will deliver, and how you will change. They asked you, what's your objective? What's your career objective? You know that line, to, to work in a, in a purpose-filled organization and transform the world. And then... Here you are now sloping on work and telling yourself you cannot come and die, you know, and, and such other fancy lines, you know. Um, big moments, but fumbled. Um, and I was thinking this morning, have you ever fumbled with, with your big chance? Have you ever um, had a big chance? What big chance can you remember having um, that you fumbled? Um, I, I remember this morning, the first day I, I drove my dad. And, you know, this was many years ago. I was a, a teenager, maybe a mid-teenager then. I'd been learning how to drive secretly with my brother and all of that. And then, you know, my dad was saying, no, it's not possible. We can't drive and all of that. So this day we were to pick up dad from his office. And then my brother says, I should just sit down and, and drive. Right? And my brother gives me this, you know, like, guy, just calm down, be careful. Make sure nothing goes wrong. You know, in the days when people used to learn how to drive with manual cars, I don't understand people who tell me they are driving an automatic. That's not driving. I mean, it's the manual. You know, you have to exchange the, the clutch with the accelerator. You know, that, that, that smooth exchange. And then it mustn't go too heavy. I, I guess you know what I'm talking about. It mustn't go too heavy. If you go too soft, the car jacks off and all of that. So I had this moment. My dad just walked into the car and he didn't even complain. I was the one going to drive. He just, you know, looked and sat back at then. I knew this is my moment. You know, this is my moment. I would either never drive for the next maybe five years because I'll get all the insults of how I'm too young and, and be abused, or I would win it in this moment. So I remember, you know, you know, everything mattered. We're just going to drive like three minutes, but here I was. I had my seatbelt on. You know, I, I was so proper. I was so alert to everything. And then the exchange went smooth. You know, it was just that clutch accelerator, switch it smooth. But, you know, I was just so careful. I was so proper. I wanted to turn into our compound. I remember putting on the indicator, you know, and then turning. And, you know, yeah, it's so proper, right? Um, you take your big moments, you know. You're extra careful. Um, and I just want to say this morning that if we're talking about big chances, if we're talking about moments, then maybe here is our moment. Maybe here is our big chance. Uh, but, but what worries my heart is, what's, what's our chance if we don't take it? What's our, what's, what's the big moment if we wouldn't take it? And so I'm going to share out of Matthew chapter 28 this morning. Maybe you're wondering where I'm going. 
um, with all of this. I want to share out of Matthew chapter 28, this story about, you know, Jesus being raised back to life and all. And I have two verses I'm going to anchor my thoughts on this morning. What's, what's our beautiful song if we won't dance to it? Matthew chapter 28 and verse 16, the Bible says, Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, to Galilee, note that, to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And I was thinking about it this morning. What was the mountain like? What was the walk to that mountain like? Because Jesus had told his disciples, you know what? I've been raised from the dead. Now go to Galilee and stay on that mountain and wait for me. I'm going to come. You would see me there. And suddenly these guys had to travel from Jerusalem to Galilee. It was a journey of about 126 kilometers that was probably going to take them about three days of travel if they wouldn't, if they would pass through Samaria. They probably wouldn't. And so that would take them about five days of travel. And so it was maybe quite a long journey, maybe quite a tiring journey. How about getting to the mountain and having to start climbing up the mountain? What do you think was all the talk that was going on along the journey? I think for me that as these disciples were traveling to this place and they had heard that Jesus has been raised, I, I think as they were traveling, on one hand, maybe they had a this is it conversation. And come on guys, remember everything he told us. Remember all that he showed us about God. You know, the truth is, if this thing is true that he is alive, guess what, guys? We have access to God. Guess what? He told us that he is the way, the truth, and the life, that through him we can come to the Father. I think as they walked along for this three-day journey, I think they began to meditate about all the exciting things that his resurrection meant to them. And they suddenly began to remember how he said that, you know what, I'm, I'm going to depart, but I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm going to send you a comforter who would abide with you forever. And I think as they were walking along that journey to Galilee on the first day, that, that there was that pomp and excitement that, hey, we are going to have the Holy Spirit. The way Joel prophesied that he would empty out his spirit upon us. Hey guys, do you know we are going to be filled with the Holy Spirit? I think they were probably excited about it, that we get to be called children of God. And we get to be granted eternal life. I think the conversation must have been one of excitement and of pomp. That, you know, if really he's risen, this is our big moment, guys. We are about to see our risen Savior. We are about to see our Jesus who went into the grave and was raised back to life for us. I think it would have been an exciting conversation. Let's start to remember everything he said about how he said he would destroy the temple and he would rebuild it. And things began to pop and make sense to them. But... But suddenly in Matthew 28 and the 17th verse, we see two categories of disciples. That having walked this 126 kilometer journey to Galilee, we, and then the moment comes and Jesus appears to them. We suddenly see two categories of disciples. The Bible says that some worshipped, but some doubted. Uh, first of all, let's talk about those who stepped into this moment with an all-conquering, all-victorious Savior. This encounter, like, I get to see Jesus and they worshipped. You know, I, I think, yes, that's, that's it. This is the moment. You have a song, take your song and dance to it. I think these are the guys that stepped into that moment and they beheld Jesus and they were just so overwhelmed with who he is and, and the victory that, and, and, and what amazing love and what amazing power I get to see all in one in this moment. I think it was such a beautiful picture in that moment of, of how people just began to worship because that was the only response they could have. And that's what I'm praying is happening to you this Resurrection Sunday morning. As we lean over all that Jesus is to us, can it be a response of 
worship. Wow, he's alive. And I think those disciples suddenly saw all the things that were hopes in their hearts come true. They suddenly saw everything that was just an aspiration come true. They, they finally saw everything that was a fear die away. They finally saw everything that, 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 that mattered to them in their hearts and the hopes and the dreams and the aspirations. Here it was in the presence of Jesus. Do you know what it meant to see resurrected Jesus? You saw him go up a cross. You saw him crucified. Now you see him risen in power. What a beautiful picture. And I think these are those that take the song and give it a dance. It's a beautiful song and it deserves a dance. It's, this resurrection story is a beautiful song and it deserves a dance. Those are those that looked at Jesus and said, Hey, Jesus, you're a grave breaker. You broke your grave and so you've broken my grave also. Take the song and they give it a dance. But, but it's crazy to me that in that same moment, the Bible says, Others doubted. Others doubted that how do you how do you come into this big this is what we had dreamed this is what he promised us for three and a half years that we walked with him this is the resurrection he always spoke of this is the moment we had always looked forward to this was the hope of israel this was the hope of the whole world this was the promise of the father that we beheld his glory the glory of the one and only son of god this is all of it and now we are in that moment and we respond with doubt can you hear somewhere at the back of that worship service, Thomas whispering to, to, to Thaddeus and, or, or to Bartholomew, somewhere at the back and, and saying, come on guys, can we be so sure about this thing? I, I know it's Jesus, but is it really true? I, I mean, I, I recognize him, yes, but I'm just thinking in view of everything. And, and, and here's the deal, friends. Do you know what I would suggest to you? I, I don't think the doubt is so much that, it, you know, out of 11 guys, maybe 8 people surrounding us. I really don't think that's the way it works in my own life. In my own life, the way it usually works is you can be in the motions. You can be in, in lifting hands with everybody else, but the voice in your heart is a voice of doubt. You can be in the motions. You can be in the moment. You can... You can you can be in the motions. You can be in the moment. You can, you can, you can look the part. These were, these were 11 disciples that traveled together. That was some element of faith to leave Jerusalem and travel a journey of three days all the way to Galilee. This was a story of faith, but in the big moment, they doubted. In the big moment when a promise of Jesus, a promise of the Father stands before you, the Bible says they doubted. Uh, I think it's about a heart posture. My question this morning is, how do you take such a chance of faith? How, how, how do you, th this is, this is as much as you have ever longed for to behold of God. What do you do with this big chance? Guys, I, I, I wish I could step away from maybe the guys that were believing and step into the doubting hearts and look at them in the face and say, guys, what's wrong with you? This is the freedom you dreamed of. This is your chance to believe. What else are you looking for? This is your big moment. Here it before you, standing before you is a savior that is worth your trust. Here is a gospel that is worth your faith. Here is, here is, here, here is a life that is worth plunging yourself at. Sometimes I feel like shaking people up and saying, how can you waste this chance? This is all you ever dreamed of. But, but maybe we shouldn't be too quick to, to judge them. Because quite honestly, 126 kilometers could have done a lot. Could have done a lot to just tire your feet. And I think sometimes when your feet are tired, it affects your thinking. I think 126 kilometers could have done a lot to just get them tired. Walking through 
And maybe they started out on the first day of the journey with all the pomp in the world, but maybe here they are, you're sometimes tired in your thinking. Because I was thinking about it this morning. Who believed that a Christian would ever stand up to say that Easter is dry? I think tired feet affect our thinking sometimes. That just walking through the motions of life. I mean, Easter, we, we, in one sentence, you just said the resurrection of Christ is dry. Who would have believed that we would ever be in such a moment and respond with this doubt and, oh, it's not what I want. Tired feet affect our thinking sometimes. And here they were having traveled the entire journey and it's tired feet. But on this resurrection morning, my big question is what sort of disciple would you be? What sort of disciple would you... Will it just be a song, a beautiful song, or would we give it a dance? Would it just be a song of Jesus and of all he is, or would we give it a dance that accords to it? My question this morning is, what's the song if we won't dance? What is resurrection if we won't live in it? What is this beautiful forgiveness if we won't, if, if we would stay guilty and keep going around in the cycles and, and the pressures of guilt? What, what is this freedom offered if we would stay bound to sin? What is a song if we won't dance? What is peace that he brings to us standing before us if we would choose to stay anxious and fretting and fearful? What is joy if we would stay depressed and hopeless? What's the gospel? What's, what's the beauty of the gospel if we would stay unsaved? What is Easter if he's not alive in you? What is good news if we can't tell it? What's a song if we won't dance to it, friends? What's the keys of death and hell if we sit down locked up in hell? What's the victory if we stay as failures? What's a beautiful song if we won't dance to it? Why would we be in a moment of a revelation of Jesus? And for us, it's just a story of doubt. And uh, no, because some people are worshipping and leaning into it. And this is what it means to us. But what is a song if we won't dance to it? And I'm saying to you this morning, as I meditated on this today, and as I reflected, I, I felt that, you know, it's not so much about a decision that I made once at a point in my life. But the truth is that in a world like this, a crazy world in which we live, I, I honestly think it's a choice I have to keep making. That this song is worth a dance. I honestly think it's a choice I have to keep making and living in to, to keep giving this song a dance. This thing of, of a resurrected savior who stands before us. As we look around the world and there's so much pain and difficulty and hardship and, and there's just so much questions that don't have answers. I, I honestly suggest to you friends that we're going to have to keep choosing to say that this song is worth a dance. This resurrection song of Jesus is worth us leaning ourselves in and dancing crazy to the tune and, and you know, just, you know, savoring it and leaning in and, and being in it. And, and it's a song that is worth a dance. And why would I stand in a big chance like this and fumble my moment? Why would I have this amazing opportunity for faith but respond with fear? Why would I have this amazing opportunity for a life I could never make happen for myself but respond with doubt? Why would I have this amazing opportunity for freedom? Freedom from sin. Freedom from the cycles and the power and the guilt and the pain of sin. Why would I have this amazing opportunity before me but respond with doubt? Why waste the song this morning? And um, quite honestly, I know that life can be very engaging. Life can be very difficult. I don't know who you are or where you are this morning or what you're dealing with. And 
in a moment, can I have you come on the keyboard? And, 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 and I'm going to get ready to close in a moment. But the truth is, I know life can really get frustrating sometimes. And I know there can be a lot to deal with. I know there can be um, a lot that you just have to face up to and, and what have you. But I just want to say to us this morning and encourage us that we're taking our chance on Jesus. I just want to encourage us this morning because maybe the reality is for the disciples it was a go to Galilee and travel a three-day journey and then you would see me there. But maybe the reality before us today is that he stands before us and he says, look, I am resurrected and I am, I am the resurrection and I am the life and this is me. I'm the promise of the Father fulfilled. Maybe he stands before us today with arms wide open and, and it's not a three-day journey that is lagging on us. It's the reality of waking up and looking to him this morning. My encouragement this morning is that we will take our chance on life. I, I, I want to encourage us that we will take our chance to be awed again. We'll take our chance to just lean into who Jesus is. We'll take our chance to, to just lean into the fact that we have a resurrected Savior and allow that song to soak our hearts. We'll take our chance to lean into the fact that He's a grave breaker. We look around ourselves and say, What am I doing in a grave? We would dance to that song. I want to invite us this morning that in a whole new way we we lift up our eyes and we look to him and we respond in worship you know worship is the response of the human soul to a revelation of god worship is the response of of our entirety to a revelation of god that stands before us worship at some point must go beyond the gymnastics at some point must go beyond how beautiful the song is at some point worship must get to that place where it engages all our being and everything we are to say yes to god to say yes to god to say yes and amen and yes and amen and he is the risen savior and he is the one that is exalted forever and he is the king of kings and the lord of lords and worship is us saying yes to that and as we begin to sing these beautiful songs and and all that we've been leading on this morning and in these moments do you know what we are doing we are saying yes and amen you conquered the grave you broke the grave yes and amen and worship is that statement of my soul that says yes to who he is worship is that chance i take to say i lean into who he is I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting him in 50% of my attention and 50% of my attention is, is putting the emphasis and the focus and all the negativity and, and all of that. No worship is me saying my entirety says yes to him for who he is. I want to invite us this morning to be awed again. I want us to invite us this morning to, to choose to say yes, there are disciples that are doubting. Yes, there are people whose hearts are gripped with fear. But I want to invite us this morning to be worshiping. In the moment, I'll have the team lead us again and we would sing again this morning in, in just a moment. But, but I want to say to you this morning, whoever you are, wherever you are, that he is a savior worth trusting. He, as he stands before you this morning in such a revelation, friends, would you remember that he is a savior that is worth trusting? Would you remember that his word is an anchor that is worth holding? yes these are difficult days and what have you but but as we look to jesus this morning this is what our souls will find and his word is an anchor worth holding and so my invitation to you today is is for us to be encaptured in a fresh way with a song about a risen savior i was thinking about it this morning that yes i know there's so much happening in the world but is anything really as deep as we make it look there's a lot in in this season that makes you feel no you can't dance it's just a song let the song stay somewhere i really can't dance 
But hey friend, can I say to you this morning, we have more than enough reason to give the song a dance. Can you look this morning to the cross again? Can you look this morning to the victory again? Can you look this morning to a savior that conquered death and conquered sin and is alive forevermore? Can you look this morning to, to such a one, to such a savior? We have every reason to give the song a dance. Come on, let's celebrate this song, people. Come on, let's celebrate this victory. Come on, let's let's make this the loudest voice in our lives. And the loudest voice in our lives cannot be the news. It cannot be our fears. It cannot be our anxieties. The loudest voice in our lives this morning. I pray we would make it the song that he has given to us. And that we would give this song a dance. Would we give this song a dance? Would we give this song a response? Would we give this song about a risen Savior an echo and a celebration and a response? And that's what I pray would be the story of your Monday and of your Tuesday. It would be dancing in a song of his victory. And that's what I pray would be a story of your Wednesday, your Thursday. And as you live to the rest of this year and you look to your plans, I pray you would live a story that is dancing in his victory. Dancing in his victory. So this morning... and. The moment I'm going to say a prayer for you and what I'm really going to be believing is that God is going to stir something up in your heart. I'm really going to be believing that God is going to give you a dance. You're going to hear that song like never before. The song of a risen Savior. It's going to be a fresh revelation in your heart. And so would you just stay with us this morning? Let's sing together this morning. Let's worship together this morning. And then let's pray together and believe that on this Resurrection Sunday morning, God is going to give us a dance where we feel like we've lost it, where we feel like we're anxious and we're worried and we don't even know what life is. And let's believe this morning God is going to give us a dance in our step. Let's believe this morning that God is going to give us a fresh perspective, a lifting up of our eyes, a response that is worth the cross, that is worth a Savior that stands before us this morning in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen and amen. In Jesus' name. Come on guys, let's worship together this morning. There's nothing more I want than just to know His love. My heart is set on Christ. And I would count all else as lost. The greatest of my crown means nothing. nothing to me now. I've counted up the cost And all my wealth is in the cross There's nothing more I want Come on, sing that wherever you are this morning My heart is set set And I'll count all else else The greatest of my crown Means nothing Nothing to me now I've counted up the cost and all my wealth. Let's sing it one more time. The cross. There's nothing. There's nothing more I want. Come on, give this song a dance. Give this song a fresh focus. Look to a risen Savior again this morning. Set your heart again. Lost. The greatest of my grounds means nothing to me now. For I've counted up the cost For all my wealth is in the cross All my wealth And all my wealth is in the cross It's all my wealth is in the cross Friend, can, can I say to you this morning that Really, I don't know the narrative that the world throws at you I don't know how you look at yourself this morning. Maybe you look at yourself as unfortunate and, you know, disappointed and, you know, just somewhere, you know, 
But as we sing those words, our wealth is in the cross. Our wealth is in the cross. That in a statement of, of, of the Son of God and of His life, we are singing that that's our wealth. The blood that was poured out is our wealth. Friends, we're not a broke people. We're not a miserable, you know, life has nothing to offer people. We're people full of hope and full of power and full of strength because of the cross. That we can dance to this song. That don't let's have such a great song but refuse to dance. Don't let's have such a great song and undermine what it means to us. Don't let's have such a beautiful song and, and live like people that, that don't hear that sound. Our wealth is in the cross. We have found a wealth to life. We have found such a largeness in our souls because of Jesus. And because of Jesus, doesn't matter what we have in our pockets, what you have in your bank and, and what have you. Can you just look this morning again? Maybe you have questions in your life and doubts and all of that is going on. But I pray this morning that in this moment you will just look to Jesus and realize how much wealth really we have found in him. So in a moment, I'm, I'm going to pray for you. But, but before I do that this morning, I, I really want to make an invitation. I don't know where you are or how you're getting to watch this service. But, but you know, as we start to say these things that there's such a chance before us, I couldn't help think about that opportunity to be saved. That opportunity to really say I'm a child of God. That opportunity to say that my sins are forgiven. What an opportunity it is that stands before you. And maybe you're listening to service this morning. Maybe you're watching it wherever you are. But you can't confidently say that I'm in a right standing with God through Jesus. You can't confidently say that my sins are forgiven. What's a song if you won't dance to it? What's an Easter story if you would stay unsaved? What's the story of the gospel that saves, that liberates, that redeems, that rescues us from a life of sin? If you would keep going around in those same cycles and on and off and going around, what's, what's an Easter story if you would stay unsaved? But today I want you to be able to say those words confidently that your wealth is in the cross. And I want to lead you in a prayer this morning to, to confess the Lordship of Jesus and to receive Him to be saved. Maybe, maybe at some point in your life you had made a choice for Jesus, but as we speak today, you know that you have walked away. You've made poor choices. You're living far away from God. You've walked away from Him. And you can't confidently say in this moment that you're in the right standing with God. You know, we love you so much. Jesus really loves you. And that's why He went up that cross. He did it with you in mind. And today can be that day that will change everything. Today can be that day that you will you would, you would end and you would go to bed tonight with that sense of I am a child of God. I'm in a right standing with an almighty God who is going to judge the, the earth one day. And I believe that can be your testimony. You know what I'm going to say this morning? If that's you, wherever you are listening to this, watching this, wherever you are this morning, you know what I want you to do? I want you to put a hand, put your right hand on your chest this morning. Just put it, do it. Let him know I am making a decision. Don't just assume it. Don't just think it. I Take that step this morning. I want to be made right with God. Put your right hand on your chest this morning, wherever you are. He sees you. He sees you. He sees you. He, he, he knows everything that's been happening in your life. He knows what happened last night. He knows where you are. He knows how you feel. And he's inviting you to himself this morning. He sees you and he loves you. Make that chance. Take that chance. Take that step. Put your hand on your chest. Let's believe for a miracle this morning. And I'm going to lead you this morning to say a prayer. I want you to say these words with faith in your heart. The Bible says we believe with our hearts and we confess with our mouth unto salvation. So wherever you are this morning, would you say these words? Heavenly Father, 
I come to you today. I come to you today because you made a way for me to because come. Because you made a way for me to come through the death, through the, death the, burial, the burial, and the resurrection, and the resurrection of, your son, Jesus. of your son Jesus. See, I believe with all my heart, all my heart that, Jesus that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, the son of God and He's the Savior of the world. The of the world. Say today, today, I confess Jesus, I confess Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. Say, please forgive me of the past and give me a whole new start. Say, wash me clean in your blood. Now say, today, I'm a child of God. I'm favored of God. Say, I'm risen with Christ. It's a new beginning for me. My name is written in your book of life. And life will never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. And amen. Big congratulations, everybody who prayed that prayer. Big congratulations. We're so excited about it. You know what I want to ask you to do? Please do this. I want you to let us know. Let us know you prayed that prayer. Let us know you made a decision for Jesus. So here's what you do. There's all kinds of information on your screen if you're watching this. Or just go to sycamore.church slash Jesus. Sycamore.church slash Jesus. Jesus, register your decision. Let's know you made that. We want to pray for you. We want to see how we can help you take your next steps in your walk with Jesus. But a miracle just happened in your life. Do you know that the very same way Jesus was raised from the grave, you were just raised to by that same power of the Holy Spirit? That's incredible. It's a miracle. We celebrate it. We're so excited about it. Hey, everybody, can I pray for you wherever you are? And let's just believe this morning for, for God to give us a fresh dance to this song. Lord, that's what I pray for everybody everywhere watching this service, listening to service this morning. I pray for them this morning, oh God. It's a song when we put a dance on it. And Lord, I know the world tries to steal our dance and our sense of joy over what you are to us. But Father, my prayer this morning is that you're going to give us a fresh dance to this song. That Lord, this resurrection song is going to spring in us. We're going to take a moment. We're going to lean into it. We're going to live in it. It's going to be our reality that we have a risen Savior. In a new way this morning, I pray we're going to find a response to it, oh God. Lord, I pray that as we engage this conversation in our small groups, in life groups, Lord, as we discuss around this and as we lean into say, what's the song we can be dancing to? What's the dance we can be putting to the song? Lord, I just pray that in, in, in practical ways, Lord, you would make this real to us, God. Let our Monday be different because Jesus rose. Let our Tuesday be different because Jesus rose, God. Thank you for this beautiful song. Thank you for this beautiful season. Thank you that you are alive in us. We give you the glory, Father, because new things are birthing up. There's this freshness of life that is in us, God, in the name of Jesus. We love you and we celebrate you, our risen Savior. In Jesus' name, where you are, would you say a big, big, big amen and amen in Jesus name amen we are so honored to have been able to share this teaching message with you from Sycamore Church Ibadan, Nigeria we really hope you found it to be a blessing to find out more about us or how you can receive more resources from our church or our pastor Tolulopemudi please visit our website www.sycamore.church that's s-y-c-a-m-o-r-e dot church or on Facebook and YouTube at Sycamore Church and on Instagram and Twitter at Sycamore underscore church if you're ever anywhere around us we'll be super honored to welcome you at one of our services